This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the, the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, 
This is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Go start online therapy. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. And I hope that you get the help, the support, and the healing that you deserve. Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone, so let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. And uh, welcome to part one of my thyroid theory. Um, This episode is really special to me because I dive deeper into um, my backstory with mental health and how birth control and antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, and thyroid medications um, are the trifecta of what has fucked my body up royally. And I speak openly about Um, how I feel like I was misdiagnosed and I am a victim of malpractice when I was in high school. I talk about a doctor that was trying to help but in reality didn't help me at all in high school. Um, I talk about weaning off of my thyroid medications, living with autoimmune, um, my backstory, and recalibrating the body. I talk a lot about birth control, about how I felt when I took myself off of it years ago. I talk about the crazy effects that 
I felt coming off of my antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications when I was in high school. Um, I get a little bit deeper into that and panic attacks and how we didn't have a language about all this stuff when we were growing up when we were in high school. Um, I talk about how I feel like my body shut down pretty early on and how my body hasn't really been able to function without pills, without thyroid pills, without you know birth control pills for almost 15 years and now I'm finally um, shedding the snake skin and coming out of that prescription realm and um, I am not a doctor I'm just gonna tell you this disclaimer right now I'm not a doctor but I've been dealing with autoimmune and this whole life since I was 16 years old so it's a pretty long time and um, I am just laying down my experience and the facts and I took notes and I have notes for this episode that you're tuning into so I hope that you enjoy it I I really I got deep and I talk about a lot of different angles that we that we weren't taught about growing up um, when it comes to thyroid hormonal imbalance autoimmune endocrine system and it's it's everything it's it's how we were raised it's how we were conditioned it's our environment and then it's how doctors just wanted to to stuff pills down our throats without us getting the chance for our bodies and our minds to just mellow out and ease out instead we were put on pills and medications and the body is now um ready to scream and cry and that's how I feel so that's why I'm I created this episode and uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it because I put a lot of thought and detail into this one I'd been planning it for a while and I've been writing a lot of notes and planning it so it feels good to get it out there so I hope you enjoy share it with a friend or a family member if you feel inclined to and we'll get right into it This episode is brought to you by Fresh Cap Mushrooms. My friends over at Fresh Cap know what they're doing and they have helped me wean myself off of coffee. I used to be that kind of person that would drink three or four caffeinated coffee drinks throughout the day and it was really killing my adrenals. It was not a fun time and we all know that we're all busy with our lives and we want to feel clear focused rejuvenated we don't have time to feel sluggish or depressed or anxious which coffee was starting to make me feel all those things Um, I really love the electric lion's mane. I put this in my elixir every morning and what I do is I mix the electric lion's mane with the recharged chaga. And what the lion's mane does is it helps with focus and memory, mental clarity, mood, and creativity, which is a really big plus for me because I'm always creating, I'm teaching yoga, I'm speaking, I'm writing, and I always need more creative boost through the day. And then what does chaga do? So chaga is all about immune balance. It detoxifies your cells. Uh, It also helps with anxiety and stress reduction. And I also learned recently that it can help your body regulate temperature in the winter. So if you live in a cold climate, it can help you with that seasonal depression that can hit us really hard. And 
I know that I sometimes feel it. This is my first winter up north in almost a decade, and I'm feeling it, so I make sure that I put chaga in my morning elixirs. And there's also the hero, which is cordyceps, which is all about increased energy, sport performance, endurance. I've been hearing a lot of bodybuilders, a lot of um, high performers, performance athletes, um, really, really drinking cordyceps every day. And then there's the shield, which is turkey tail. It boosts immunity. It fights illness and disease. So each of these powders is designed to help up-level our health and wellness. And I can't go a morning without it. I, My elixir is my ritual, and Fresh Cap knows what they're doing. So head on over to freshcapmushrooms.com. You can also follow them on Instagram, freshcapmushrooms. And you can use discount code GYPSYLOVE at checkout. That's GYPSYLOVE, G-Y-P-S-Y-L-O-V-E. Use that discount code at checkout. And happy healing. All right, so I feel like to keep the, the theme going of this autoimmune, thyroid, this theme that seems to be very reoccurring, not only in my podcast, but in many other podcasts that I listen to as well. Um, I feel really called to share about my journey with hypothyroidism, autoimmune, because autoimmune disorder or autoimmune imbalances, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't happen overnight. It is a long process that the body gradually starts to generate through time. And this is why I wanted to record this episode is to take take you back uh, a little bit in my backstory so that maybe it can paint a picture for you. Maybe it'll help you um, if you're dealing with autoimmune issues Maybe it'll help you pinpoint exactly how this seed was planted and grown because like I said, it takes time, it doesn't happen overnight, and it's very it's a very lifestyle connected disease. And it's also able to be reversed through changes of lifestyle and diet and emotional health and physical health. But growing up um, in the early 2000s and then when I was diagnosed with it when I was 16 or 17 um, holistic medicine Ayurveda herbal medicine that wasn't even a thing like yeah tea tea existed of course you know and my mom and I have always loved tea but the whole movement of holistically healing from within to reverse autoimmune or any disease for that matter, that didn't really exist. So I feel like our generation, you know, I don't know how old you are, but chances are you're you're between the ages of maybe 20 to 35. Um, If you were diagnosed with autoimmune when you were in your late teens, early to mid-20s, you could have been put on thyroid medication and I just want to paint a picture of how we can look at this from different angles. And it's not our fault that we that we have autoimmune. It's not 
it's not our fault um, that we were diagnosed with it, but there, there could be some misdiagnoses happening. We could be looking at our bodies and the way that our bodies are reacting and our symptoms in kind of a skewed way. And I feel like it's kind of like my purpose, not to sound corny, but I've been dealing with this for almost... 14 years. That's a long time. And now, as I am weaning off of my medication, or actually I weaned off of it already, so I'm fully off of it, um, I'm starting to come to my senses and realize that maybe I should have done this sooner, but at the same time, you have to really be at a point in your life that you're ready to take these leaps of faith because a few months ago or you know you know when I was going through my move and transition and jobs I would not have weaned myself off of my thyroid medication that that would have just been one extra thing that would fucking make me lose my mind but now that my life is somewhat smoothing out rounding out the edges I have a home I'm not homeless I have a job I'm not jobless and I know and I feel like I'm kind of in a stable environment, like mentally and physically, it's given me more room and more space to breathe and to go to therapy and to find a doctor and to speak to a holistic doctor. And um, although I haven't found one yet, I, I, I did speak to one over the phone a couple months ago. And I'm taking advantage of where I'm at right now in my life and I said, and I listened to that ping because my, my gut and my highest self has been telling me to take myself off of my thyroid medication for years, all right? I'm in my late 20s. It started, the first ping started, um, I guess, when I took myself off birth control when I was 26. So that was the first holistic ping, um, holistic gut feeling, intuition feeling that I got saying, why are you on birth control? This is fucking up your body. Um, And I listened. And yeah, I was teaching yoga. This is when I lived in Miami. I was bartending. I was partying. And I remember that was my first, uh, that was my first intuition hit that told me, okay, you need to do like a juice cleanse of some sort um and this is when juice cleanses and stuff were like just getting I guess popular I don't know but I I got a really strong sense of urgency to take myself off birth control because I was tired of of taking a pill every morning I every time I took the pill I was like is this killing my body and I was really pretty spot on with that because the moment I took myself off of my birth control I started to feel a weight lifted off of my my men, my mental shoulders if that makes sense so I started to feel clear in my mind and not as foggy and not as crazy and hormonal um, maybe not as depressed or anxious and I started to realize that I had been taking birth control one form or another for almost 10 years. No, 10 years. 
Definitely, yeah, 10 years. So from ages 16 to 26, I was on some form of birth control, even when I wasn't having sex. So I, I wasn't like this crazy, you know, um, I wasn't sleeping around much in high school. I had like one boyfriend. And then in college, yeah, I did sleep around a bit, but it wasn't like that crazy. And then when I moved to Miami, I like didn't have sex for like over a year. So I was pretty, pretty celibate at that point. And that's when I asked myself, why am I on birth control? So basically, before I get in a crazy tangent about birth control, I want to just say that birth control, in my perspective, could have been what really tipped my immune system and my thyroid and endocrine system over the edge because while I was taking this birth control and my thyroid medication and drinking and doing drugs and partying and teaching yoga and just living this this insane lifestyle that just made no fucking sense um I started to to realize like this is actually putting my body in in a mode where it doesn't know how to work on its own and I I truly felt that way because I was on one of those birth control pills that gives you your period four times a year which is I think it's okay to be on one of those for a little while but not 10 years so I think that the reason why let's fast forward just for a moment We'll put a pin in that. Fast forward to right now. Why is it so challenging for me to get my period and my moon cycle to be like um, consistent each month? Well, duh. I mean, I was on fucking uh, a four time a year moon cycle um, birth control pill for 10 years. Obviously, my body has been shocked. So like... It's just all so clear, crystal clear to me now that it's like, if you are in this realm, then maybe, you know, you're understanding that the body is very re- resilient and it's shocking how much the body can can go through until it just screams for help. And so that was the first ping. Let's go back. Took myself off birth control started to feel like my body was cleansing, started to feel like I had more energy. I was I was heavy. I think I was about 20 pounds heavier. I think due to not only the birth control but drinking, not eating healthy. I was vegan, but I was also binging. I was also binging on alcohol, drugs, and food. So what a great trifecta that is. Jesus fucking Christ. As I sit here right now and I'm speaking these things out into existence, I have so much compassion for my body and and how much I have put my body through. So anyways, let's go back. So after taking myself off that birth control... I didn't get my moon cycle for almost like eight months, nine months. Then it started to come back a little bit. And I think that is the first initial reaction of the body because it's like, oh, okay, eight months, no birth control pills, now we're ready to get the period. But 
then after that, and I started getting more into the holistic healing and more of the cleansing and detoxing, and I think that that alone can also shock the body. So it was like a double shock. It was like, okay, no birth control, and now the body is not getting the drugs and the alcohol and the binging and it was like another shock so in order for it to recalibrate you know the the moon cycle it takes it takes time to come back and I started to feel healthier and healthier even though I didn't have my moon cycle so that's just something to to say as well that um it takes time for the body to recalibrate So I want to go back even further to my high school, high school time. If you listen to the episode about depression and nostalgia, which was episode 53, then you will, you will know that I, was, I, I dealt with depression and anxiety and panic attacks in high school. And I wanted to, to dig a little bit deeper into that because that that is connected to um, why I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism to begin with. So through high school, I suffered with depression and some disordered eating and um, played sports. I danced for 10 years of my life growing up from middle school um, to high school. And then I began feeling very shitty, you know, mentally, physically. Um, My mom had a doctor, and now that I'm thinking about it, this is why I wanted to record this episode, because this is a fucking serious topic here, and I think that a lot of people are are in one way or another dealing with this, this repercussion of of malpractice. Um, There's no way to sugarcoat it. But I remember this doctor that she was going to would write her prescriptions for, like, anything. My mom was on every type of antidepressant, anti-anxiety medication, um, and now it's just all coming very, very clear to me because she was suffering with mental illness so, so heavily, and I I didn't realize it growing up. And then high school hits, ninth grade hits, um, I start feeling crappy, I go to her doctor, and she prescribes me antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications. If one didn't work, then I would go and try another one. The list is so long, I don't even know if I could remember all of them, but just to, to paint you a picture, Effexor, Wellbutrin, Lexapro, Paxil, Prozac, I'm pretty sure, Zoloft, is that one? Um, Yeah, those were the main ones that I remember. And so as as a female who is just getting into her adult body, you know, 14, 15 years old, and... And I'm being prescribed antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications that are taking me into another realm that that was very dark. It, it was doing more harm than good because my body didn't know how to react to certain types of drugs. And then I was put on something else in hopes that it would make me feel better. Like the, the overall reasoning was 
to help me with my anxiety and my depression because obviously this is genetic. Um, Yes, my life was chaotic. I was going through a lot of transitions in my life, a lot of toxic environment stuff. My parents were divorced, lots of fighting. Um, We were forced to live with my stepdad. Um, I didn't feel safe in that environment. I took it out on myself with over-exercising and my eating habits. And then that turned into anxiety and depression. And I'm sure that this story doesn't differ a lot from a lot of your stories. So I'm speaking my truths and I know that this is resonating with you guys because of our age and how we were grown up, how we were raised, and it's we're all like in the same realm. So back to this doctor and how she was prescribing me all these types of pills, whatever. Those types of medications affect the endocrine system, your hormones, your brain function, your digestion, the way that you carry inflammation in your body, your immune system, if I didn't just say that, um, your gut health. These are all things that have to do with the thyroid. And the fact that I was put on medications at such a young age, we didn't even give my, my body and mind the chance to work on its own. The doctor didn't even recommend, oh, maybe, you know, try this supplement. Or, yeah, she did blood work, but she never once said, oh, maybe, like, if you gave her some some supplements for nutrients, vitamin D or zinc or this or that. When you get blood work, it's all there. All of the levels of everything is there. Magnesium, potassium. And doctors aren't dumb. They obviously know that these nutrients and micronutrients are very important when it comes to cell growth and brain function and development and mental health and physical health. So my question to just myself or the universe is, why didn't this young doctor want to help me in a different way? She was probably 24 years old. Now that I think back, she had just graduated and she was a resident. Um, She was like a physician assistant. She wasn't even really a doctor. And my mom just gave her full-blown range. And I didn't know any better. I was 16. To me, a 24 or 25-year-old, that was old. So I considered her a real doctor, an old person. You know, like, oh, she's, she's an adult. She knows what she's doing. So um, that was, that's how I feel that my thyroid malfunction and disorder was created, was planted, was grown. Um, I don't like to blame this doctor, but I think that she really does have a huge, a huge um, factor in why I was malpractice and mistreated and now over 10 years later 15 years later I would love to have a conversation with her not to say oh my god you fucked up my body but to say just so you know this is what I'm dealing with and and chances are 
the same doctor is probably like all into holistic health now just just remembering how she is like she was very you know like easy to talk to and and young-hearted and whatever so she was the one that also diagnosed me with hypothyroidism and I think that was very ballsy of her to do because I was only 16 my body hasn't even fully grown or developed yet and already I'm being told that my thyroid isn't working properly and yes my mom had thyroid disorder as well but I think that my mom and this doctor really just wanted to pinpoint and find a reason of why I was feeling so shitty but they didn't really take into consideration that maybe it was my environment maybe it was my life maybe it was the fact that everything was just so fucked up in my life and um, when you're a ninth grader you could really just feel like your whole world is collapsing but instead they chose to put me on medications and thyroid medications which basically signaled to my body that it's time to give up all of my own body functioning, if that makes sense, to medications. So I'll put a pin in that and then I'll come right back here where I'm at right now and say it's been over 15 years since my body has functioned on its own without thyroid medications. That is some fucked up shit. And any doctor will probably that's probably listening to this, or if they were to listen to this in my dreamland, like I don't think any doctors are listening to my podcast, (laughs) but um, let's just pretend. They would probably be like, oh no, you you can't take yourself off of that thyroid medication. Like your body doesn't know how to react. Well, guess what? I did it. Guess what? I did it. And I weaned off of it and I didn't even overthink it. It's just like gradually one day I would take it, two days later I would take it, three days later I would take it. I did it like so naturally I didn't even question myself. I listened to my body completely and yeah there's going to be good days, there's going to be bad days and I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you guys to wean yourself off of your medication. It's going to be the the be-all, cure-all. This is me and my story, and I'm here to share what I'm experiencing, mind, body, and soul. And there's some really fucked up days. There's some days where I can barely walk because the inflammation in my hips is debilitating. And then there's days like today, I woke up, even though I didn't sleep well last night because... The insomnia is insane, as you might know if you, if you suffer with autoimmune. Um, insomnia is one of the biggest symptoms. But I still woke up and felt um, able to sit down and produce this podcast. And that alone, and that in itself, is enough for me to see that I think I'm starting to come out of this this uh, this shell. I'm starting to, like a snake sheds its skin, I'm starting to shed that first layer of skin. And I think there's multiple layers of skin that needs to be shed. Um, and I'm also doing a celery juice protocol, which I'm going to get into more, um, probably in part two of this little thyroid thing series. 
So let's go back again. Stick a pin in this current time right now, right here. Let's go back to um, that doctor diagnosing me with the thyroid disorder. She figured it out from my blood work, and I don't, I don't deny the fact that my thyroid probably looked a little bit funky, but I truly think that the reason why my thyroid function and my immune system and my endocrine system was not working properly is because I was put on a handful of, of prescription drugs like Effexor and Lexapro and all those things that I had just listed in the course of less than a year to see if one of them worked, my body was like probably fucking shutting down at that point. It's like, what the fuck is going on with all these chemicals? My body didn't ask for that. And I was a minor. I didn't know what was going on. I just wanted to feel better. So obviously I'm going to do whatever anybody tells me to do to feel better because I, I really wanted to feel better. I really wanted to believe that these medications were going to make me feel better. Um, yeah, ninth, tenth, eleventh grade was just a fucking shit show because I was I continued to to be on these medications. So all through high school, as I said, I was on those prescription medications, and then when I think I hit 11th grade, I decided I'm done. I'm done taking antidepressants. I'm done taking anti-anxiety medications. And I remember the withdrawals from one of them in particular. I think it was called Effexor. Um, I might have talked about this in my podcast before, but um, the... <laughs> the symptoms and the withdrawals were pretty much like I was coming off of heroin or some kind of like hard drug and <laughs> it's insane now that I think about it but um I remember vividly laying in my mom and my stepdad's bed they had a water bed <laughs> and it was like spring or summer I all I could do was watch tv I think it was like mtv music videos and I couldn't eat food. All I could do was just eat hard candies and like chewy candies because like that's all I could stomach eating. I couldn't, I had no appetite for like real food. And I had these tremors and these tics that were happening in my body, almost like, like my brain felt like it was shaking. And I would feel this kind of like electroshock happen within my body. And it was kind of like a, like somebody would push a button and I would feel this shock go through my body, like a, like a weird electro sh tick. I felt insane. And um, I'm pretty sure, so to go back, if you, d if you listened to, to that episode 53, I explained that I was um, hospitalized for anxiety and panic attacks and, and lashing out and anger and all that. But I didn't, I failed to mention that it was around this time that I'm speaking at about right now um, that I was like coming off of, of prescription pills and I was, I felt like my body was just like shutting down. I had these tics, I had confusion, I, I didn't know what was going on. I, I, 
I didn't feel like a human. And I, oh my God, this is just coming back to me right now. So yeah, I would have these panic attacks. And before the language was like even really like a thing, I mean, I was 16, 17 when I was having these out-of-body experience panic attacks where I felt like I stepped out of my body and I was looking around and nothing looked real to me and all I could do in order to get out of those panic attack mindset little moments was like lay in fetal position and like hold on to something and grasp onto something and close my eyes and like try to take a nap like this happened to me all throughout high school and like I don't think anybody took me seriously and now um that we're in this whole like holistic health mental health um realm right now everybody is talking about panic attacks and this was before podcasts were a thing this is before Instagram or MySpace was a thing and I was all alone in the dark not understanding and not having the language to pinpoint what the fuck was happening and when this would come on when these panic attacks would rise and I would have this out-of-body experience I felt it coming and I was like oh my god no 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 and I would do everything possible to try to trick myself out of it and um I remember vividly it's just like it would it would come and I'd be like oh no no and I would have to just ride it out and I felt crazy. I felt so crazy because nobody was talking about this stuff. I felt so alone. And that was my body recalibrating. And um, I truly think that the prescription medications, the pills, the thyroid, the antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, I think those things alone kind of tapped my brain into this dysfunction. I truly think that if I was never put on these medications, maybe I would have never dealt with those really crazy panic attacks and out-of-body experiences and the tremors and the shakes and the shocks. Speaking about it now, it just it's so crazy. Like I I think this is why I have such a passion to teach teens in distress. I I really, really want to shift my yoga teachings and my offerings and my services to teenagers who are depressed, anxious, Um, maybe they self-harm, eating disorders, people who, um, teenagers who have broken homes or broken families or those are the kids, those are the people who need this holistic way of life um, and yoga more than us more than more than the adults because as adults we we know deep down inside we know what we need but kids everything is so brainwashed now and and they have social media now and it's not the same their experience isn't the same and they, they need some serious help so that's a little tangent that I just said, but um, I really, really hope that one day I can help teens in distress. So now let's come back to this present moment in time. I just talked about birth control, thyroid pills, antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications. 
the this to me is the trifecta of inflammation hormone malfunction and the body shutting down that's that's what it is and uh, it's like the biggest epiphany to me and it's not my mom's fault it's not that doctor's fault because they wanted me to feel better and they didn't know any better but it's really terrifying and upsetting that there's so many of us who are dealing with this now and trying to heal our bodies because of the way that we were raised, the way that we ate, the way that we treated our bodies, and the way that um, our lives panned out. It wasn't looked at at all angles. It wasn't looked at as what's going on at home could be affecting the physical body. You know, the, the toxic environment that we grew up in, in high school, that could have been the seed that planted as stress and cortisol, and then that fucked up the hormones, and then that made us feel depressed and anxious, and then that led us to being put on prescription medications, and then that could have shut down our thyroid and endocrine system, and then we're put on the thyroid medications, and then we're put on the birth control because when you turn 16 or 17, that's what we were conditioned to do. <sighs> it's just a mind fuck, you guys. Like, females, this is some serious shit that we're working through. This is some spiritual, physical, emotional, mental karma that we need to untangle and reset and recalibrate and it's us it's up to us we are in control of what we put in our body what we allow doctors to tell us because the truth lies within us even though i'm not a doctor i've been living in this body since i was born i've been very aware of my body since i was a kid because i grew up dancing and and moving and understanding the dynamics of my body and what was what was asked of my body and um and now we're here and we need to understand that the truth lies within our thoughts and our downloads and our pings and if our gut feeling is telling us that maybe a prescription drug that we've been on for a while we're questioning it you know we're, we're we're asking ourselves like hmm i wonder i wonder what would happen if i took myself off of this like would my body be okay um when's the last time that my body has functioned on its own without prescription pills this is some serious shit and i i, I keep saying that but it's like I don't think this is more of a female issue, although, yes, I know that a lot of my listeners are males as well, and chances are, like, if, if you're a male and you're dealing with mental health issues, maybe you were put on antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications as well, um, and you're suffering with this too because you were, you were told as a kid that you needed to be put on these medications and maybe you had this seed of hope that it was going to make you feel better. And now we have to 
untangle the mess that was created in our bodies and our bodies are screaming for help and it's it, I'm not telling you to take yourself off of medications I'm just saying little by little maybe we can change the way that that we look at what we're doing and eating and how we're moving and how and how we are looking at our healing because there's so many different angles of it as I had have mentioned in this this episode and I know that my body has been through a lot as as your body probably has been through a lot growing up in the 90s and the 2000s growing up in the 90s um, and the early 2000s we were raised eating processed food and Wendy's and Burger King and McDonald's with we didn't think anything of it. Our parents didn't think anything of it. Frozen fish sticks, frozen chicken tenders, fries, frozen dinners, mac and cheese, friendlies, diners. Like, this is what I was grown up on. And now I'm sitting here um, completely obsessed with veganism, plant-based. You know, people would probably label me as orthorexic completely obsessed with um, clean eating. No wonder. I mean, no shit. It's like, this is where I'm at now because my highest self is like, you have some serious healing to do and this is this is what you need to do in order to, to take back all of those years of poisoning my body. And then growing up in high school and college, my body's been through a lot with drugs and alcohol and binging. So, again, that's another phase of poisoning the body. If my body could get through all of that, I think that my body will be okay um, getting off of my thyroid medication. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, I know my body, and between every drug that I have tried between moments of thinking, oh, wow, I just, I'm going to die. I'm going to OD. Like, I'm sorry this is triggering for you, but, like, I've been to so many music festivals where I've, like, pushed the limits with uppers, downers, alcohol, weed, hallucinogenics. Like, if you haven't listened to the episode about psychedelics, it's back in towards the beginning. Um, I talk about how I almost died when I took Molly and acid in San Francisco, I like literally almost died. I had a seizure and almost died. If my body can survive that, I'm pretty sure that I can survive getting off of thyroid medications in a healthy and weaning off of it way, which I did. So that's what I have to tell myself is that my body is resilient, and this is what you need to tell your yourself. Your body is resilient, and you are in control, and you are conscious, and you are mindful and aware of the thoughts and the downloads and the ideas that you get from spirit and from a higher realm. When, you, when someone gets a ping and says, oh, I want to try to be vegetarian, you know, that, does, that thought doesn't come from nowhere like of course maybe they're conditioned from society but for them to actually take the initiative and say okay I'm gonna do it they have to feel some sort of urge and sense of urgency from from their highest self so 
you know, we have to just be aware and listen, listen to our bodies, listen to our minds and understand that we did the best that we could growing up with what information was offered. And now it's time to thread through the um, well, years of poisoning our bodies. And if you're listening to this, you're probably into holistic healing. So good job. You're doing the work. It's a, um, it's a practice, just like yoga is a practice. You're not going to step on your mat the first day and be able to do inversions and handstands and press-ups. It's a journey. It's a process. And I can truthfully say that um, I'm just scratching the surface of my healing now. And it's been, you know, several years that I've been trying to really get this holistic healing stuff down and I feel like now I'm finally making moves and it has to do with me taking the initiative and taking a leap of faith and even though I'm scared even though people have told me that I shouldn't do what I'm doing it's like my body's been through so much already like come at me come at me and tell me that I can't because that that'll just make me more more resilient and want to prove everybody wrong that's just me and my Sagittarius fucked up self so that's all I got for this episode I hope it helped you thank you guys so much for tuning in to that episode of the vibe within my goal here is to just help anyone who is struggling with healing and with this craziness that we've put our bodies through um, in any way that I can. So if this episode resonated with you, I'm really, you know, I don't want to say happy because that means that you're kind of going through it with me, but, um, I'm just here to help and share it with a friend or a family member. Tag me on Instagram. Um, I love when you guys screenshot and tag me or better yet, take photos of yourself and show me what you're doing when you're listening to the podcast. If you're out there, sunbathing or walking or doing all the things um if you'd like to support the podcast there's some ways listed in the show notes this is a one-woman show so i do everything i pay for the podcast i record edit find the sponsors and um and all that stuff and i i do it so that in in my healing journey i can be of service in some way so that you guys can feel not so alone because I know how debilitating emotionally physically spiritually it can be living with autoimmune especially or mental illness so subscribe rate review that also helps my podcast thrive um, and rise to the surface Uh, I really appreciate you guys thank you so much for sharing your time and your energy with me and until next time we'll chat soon
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep. Thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep. I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow. That's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.